Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And it is your October K-pop roundup. It's the K-pop roundup. Yeehaw. (laughs) (laughs) Let's jump right into it. On October 8th, ATs released Wonderland. And this had English subs, which I was super excited about, because I love reading the nonsensical lyrics. Yes. (laughs) This was a super high energy song. The set that they were on reminded me of Chained Up by Vix in multiple ways. And the sound is what I like to call crunk marching band. (laughs) That's a very accurate description. It's definitely like heavily military influenced. And the guy on the chains definitely reminded me of Vix chained up. Like immediately I was like, what does this remind me of Vix? Yeah. And when they're in a box set where it's dark everywhere, but it's well lit where they are and there's like flowers everywhere. Vix. Vix. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, the Vix. I also thought it was interesting that in this music video, they had like matador slash flag waving robots. I think it was like color guard to go with the marching band. That makes sense to go with kind of like the military aesthetic too. Like that's what we got from it. Lyrics wise, theme wise, I didn't really get Wonderland from this at all. No, but it was a decentish song. Definitely not a boring song. No, not boring. On October 9th, Stray Kids released Double Knot. <laughs> And this also had English subs, yay. And trend alert, same from last month, we are continuing the BDSM over our clothes fashion. There's a lot of strappy harnesses, probably faux leather, but there's a lot of buckles. I think it's sexy as hell. Like, my Halloween costume had elements of that. Totally. But it is a very big trend, not only for male idols, but also for female idols. It is a unisex trend, and that's, like, the first thing I noticed. (laughs) This song actually sounds a lot like AT's Wonderland. It does. A couple of songs that came out this month sounded a lot alike. Yeah, and I honestly, this is just conjecture, but I feel like... All of them kind of have the elements of dropping. Yeah. The Super M song. And I feel like they're just, everybody's trying to capitalize on the same song sound. So that's why I think a lot of these songs sound very similar. Crunk marching band. Crunk marching band. I mean, in general, I feel like Stray Kids, their theme, their look, their aesthetic is like apocalyptic and grungy. And I feel like they use that not only in their styling, but also in the way that their songs sound. I am not a huge fan of like the hard style-esque chorus in this, but it does fit what they usually sound like. And I feel like the electronic sound that they use always sounds kind of like an air raid siren. Yeah. Or some sort of siren. So that really fits with their like apocalypse, like danger, emergency type of theme. 
The editing on this music video was impressive. I thought it was really seamless. A lot of Stray Kids videos have very impressive editing. In fact, I feel like just music videos now in general have stepped up their game in terms of visuals and CGI and and the way that the scenes flow into each other. Yeah. I think everyone has stepped it up, which is great. It makes a more interesting video. It can make a normal box set really interesting and dynamic. Yeah. I felt like this song could have gone harder, though. Yeah. Like, remember Miro? Yes. That was such a good Stray Kids song. Yeah. Stray Kids. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel that with this, even though they were like, Stray Kids. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. It's not as hard as things they've done in the past. And I also agree that it is definitely a trend to have better editing. Like, I notice it more if there's bad editing than noticing good editing in the past, Mm -hmm. you know? Let's move along to our next song. Released on October 11th, Tiffany Young, formerly of Girls' Generation, released Run For Your Life. Run for your life. Feeling the danger in every motion. Now don't be a stranger to your emotion. And this was entirely in English. She's American. This video was really interesting. It had a very small aspect ratio. The the YouTube video was basically square. I don't get that. I think it probably has something to do with how it looks on a phone or something. I just can I just say that messing with the aspect ratio on any of these YouTube videos is a mistake. I understand the like extremely vertical for holding your phone in portrait mode, but I've seen modes where it's like extremely wide for no reason. Or like this is square. Like who who's viewing this without any black border? Because it's not me. (laughs) I don't know. Just saying. (laughs) I'm sure it has to do with like the theme of the video. I just thought it was kind of weird. Yeah. This song sounds so much like early Lady Gaga mixed with Rihanna. Like early Rihanna. Yeah, I I said early Gaga and also like a Todrick Hall <laughs> type of like like this is made for drag queens slash gay men. This was very Like audience. <laughs> yeah, this was very You hear that, you gays? It's Tiffany Young. Get up! <laughs> Knock, knock, gaze. It's Tiffany Young, bitch. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it did feel like. Yeah. I mean, I I felt it too. I was like, oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Her outfits are always like really interesting. Her styling is pretty cool. She always has like a million costumes and wigs. I thought her voice sounded really nice in this video. And it definitely sounds extremely epic, like right off the bat, like when you start the music video. And then the bass kicks in, and then it really starts to sound like an early Gaga song. I also thought the perspectives she was using in this music video were very interesting, but I'm tired of the box set. Yeah, I'm tired. Let let her out in the world, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, like, I would love to see her do something, like, kind of like what Jessie did in uh, Who Dat Be? Like, just fucking on the town, being a bad bitch. Like, that's what I want to see. Like a, she can be a Gaga yeah. bitch, but <laughs> a rah rah bitch, <laughs> a rah rah bitch. The editing on this was interesting. It was like she was in a funhouse mirror. Yeah, she had like extremely long legs, like she was on stilts. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really interesting. I feel like it was a little bit Halloweeny, just mm-hmm. a little bit, which is why it was released in October. 
I felt like there was a little too much production on her voice. I couldn't exactly hear her voice, just her voice. Do you, do you know what I mean? It was like they put some sort of filter or like noise on top of it. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like she was maybe just too far away from the microphone at some points. That could be, yeah. I want to hear her. She has a great voice. She does. I think they should have set back production on that. <laughs> yes, I agree. All right. Moving right along to October 17th, Super Junior released Super Clap. It's not talking about a strain of STDs. (laughs) Literally, the first thing I thought of was that they all had drug-resistant chlamydia. (laughs) It's a super clap. (laughs) No. The first thing I noticed about this was Q-Hyun is back. Q-Hyun. We love Q-Hyun. He is back from his military service, and he is serving us now. (laughs) He is serving Serving ladies. I actually really, really like this song. It's it's one of those you can just jam out to it. I mean, you're not going to be shaking your ass, but it's one of those you put it on and you definitely chill out. Mm-hmm. It's it's not trying to be super hard. It's just vibing. It's just a vibe. Would survive a vibe check. <laughs> it would survive a vibe check. <laughs> I really like how all of the members are dressed very casually. Yeah. They're not all forced to be in, like, the blazers with the t-shirts. and They're all kind of dressed their own way. Yeah. You know, different, yet cohesive. Yeah. And, I don't know, I just, they're just at this point in their career where they're like, we're Super Junior, you know who we are, we don't have anything to prove. (laughs) Pretty much. I thought this was an extremely strong comeback for them, and I'm really glad that they did have this strong of a comeback, because sometimes... And we'll actually talk about this later. Sometimes groups come back from a very long hiatus and you're just like, meh, and that's disappointing. But this was a really strong comeback for them. I liked how bright and upbeat the whole the whole song was, including the music video. It was awesome. At times I thought their outfits looked a little sloppy, but it's definitely a relaxed departure from their normal, like, kill you with these crisp lines I suits. <laughs> Also, I love that they still have their hefty member. Cannot remember his name to save my fucking life. But (laughs) I just, even just this tiniest morsel of, like, plus-size representation, I'm just like, yes, give it to us. There could have been way more Siwon in this video, too. Where was he? I was just like, where's my baby? (laughs) Where's my baby? Hello, where's my baby? Obviously, he was there, but the, the whole video wasn't about him. Very Which, true. you know, I'm sure the other members liked. Yeah, definitely. Siwon just has, like, a magnetic personality. He really does. He has that face. Yeah. And I just want to say that the there is a breakdown in the song, but it's not, like, a dubstep breakdown. No. It's, like, a jazz breakdown. It's awesome. Like, yeah. It's, I've never heard anything like that. It's so different from what's out now. It's, like, a breath of fucking fresh air. There's no trap beat. Nope. <laughs> I was like, wow, wow, music can be fun. (laughs) Super Junior, making music fun again. (laughs) It's just fun. That's the best way to describe this video and the song. It's just fun. Yeah. Let's move along to our next song. 
On October 20th, Alexa released Bomb. This video is Blade Runner. It's very obvious that it is Blade Runner. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like this could have been a Blackpink song. Very easily. I do think that Alexa drew some of her influence from Blackpink, which is smart because they are the most popular girl group right now. So I understand. She is, however, only 22, and this is her debut song. So this is the first song she's ever released. And Alexa is actually from the United States, specifically Oklahoma, of all fucking places. Her parents are Korean and Russian-Americans. So if you think she doesn't look, like, fully Korean, that's why. Her dancers in this video are wearing ski masks, and I hate it. I think it's supposed to, like, allude to Pussy Riot, which is, like, a Russian punk group. Yeah. Or it's just supposed to look hard. Like, the song is really, like, going hard. And it goes hard. I'm not gonna lie. It goes really hard. She delivers. I liked it. I liked the song. It just... I wish there was more melodic parts, because I feel like her voice really excelled at those. It was, like, right up to the chorus, where it's more lyrical. I don't know. Yeah. I wish there was more of that. And less of the hard AF trumpet breakdown that yeah. is in, like, every Blackpink song. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there was that. Because you need to differentiate. Like, you can have something that sounds similar, but you want to put your own spin on it. hmm I really liked the song, though. I thought it was good. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a strong debut. It's hard to know what parts of your talent to showcase in a debut because I feel like there's so much pressure to have a really good debut that I'm sure there was back and forth about well do I showcase my vocal talent or do I do that and dance so I try to do a combo of the two I feel like she did a really good combo of showing that she does have a nice voice but she can also dance and she also can pull off this harder image and style well However, I just want to say, stop giving these girls braids. Please stop. Like, stop giving them ethnic-looking braids when they're rapping and doing hard-style songs. I'm really tired of seeing it, and I just... I just wish that Korean stylists would get a fucking clue. Like, talk to literally anyone else about these stylistic choices, and they will tell you that they are questionable at best. (laughs) Get rid of the braids! Get rid of them. Other than that, shake your ass to this song. It's awesome. This is a twerking song. Yeah. Okay. On October 25th, Sunny Hill released Nom Nom Nom. The one fucking video I wish had English subtitles, but didn't, because I was confused. Yeah, we were hashtag lost. (laughs) Um, There was horse sounds. They were doing, like, cowgirl moves, but there didn't seem to be any horses, and they weren't really country. They were wearing, like, ACDC t-shirts. Yeah. What was going on? What are the lyrics? (laughs) It was just random and all over the place, and honestly... Came off, sorry, this is a bit harsh, 
It honestly came off very, like, low budget and, like, low effort to me. Honestly, their voices do sound nice, but the music itself sounds like their old stuff that they released. Like, a very upbeat, kind of almost retro, like, 1920s sounding music, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it sounds like Grasshopper to me. Like, the backing music, like, it's very mm-hmm. similar in style of being, like, an upbeat, jazzy song. Which was interesting in 2014, but now it's 2019. And I feel like they just haven't moved beyond what they have sounded like in the past. I feel like this could have been elevated with a better music video. If they were, like, fucking doing, like, a Western, like, a legitimate Western-style music video where they're, like... Where they're, like, line dancing and wearing, like, Dolly Parton fringe, having gigantic hair, cowboy hats, riding real horses. Like, they ride into a western town looking like bad bitches. Yeah. And then the song starts. That would have been a little bit better. Like, if they leaned heavily into the western influence, I would have been into it. But it was just kind of, like, half-assed. And I don't understand the song title, Nom Nom Nom. I don't get it. We don't get, we don't get it. <laughs> Sunny Hill management do better. <laughs> the girls, you sounded beautiful. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Sunny Hill actually was a group that formed in 2007. So they're definitely a fucking throwback. But they pretty much stopped making music around 2014 when their solo male member, because they were actually a co-ed group before, their solo male member had to do his military service time. And then he never came back to the group. The group currently consists of Bitna, Kota, Unju, and Gyeonhee. But their other three members that they had originally in the group, Jang Hyun, who was the male member, and then Jubi and Misung, they both left the group in 2019. So they decided not to re-sign and rejoin the group. But Sunny Hill did re-sign the contract those four girls. So we hopefully will be seeing more music videos from them. Hopefully... A little more full assed. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, just just better. Let's move along to October 28th. Monster X released Follow. So this starts off very high energy and it goes hard and then it kind of slows down, but not to a complete stop. And then it goes up and then it slows down and then it goes up. Yes. Which it's a very gradual thing and I understand it for like building up, Yeah. you know, to the chorus. But for me, my perfect song, it only goes up. There is no <laughs> down. There's no down. And the end of the song, you die. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really liked this song. I thought that it's starting off really high energy is very Monsta X. Like, when I think Monsta X, I think a very danceable, very high energy, upbeat, like, in-your-face song. And this did serve that on many levels. But I also like that they did slow down enough to showcase the member voices because you can't really appreciate, like, vocal talent if it's just, like, a screaming dance in the background, <laughs> which is really fun to dance to. But you're like, they're just shouting at that point. Like, they're not really, like, showcasing like, any talent. Straight kids. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate, though, that they don't just, like, completely, like, bottom out while they're showcasing the member voices. Because some songs are, like, 
really fucking hardcore in the chorus, and then it's like, girl, <laughs> you took all the bass out of the song, <laughs> and now it's really boring. So I'm glad it didn't do that. And they did show a little man nip, which got Emily excited. <laughs> it got me a little excited for the nip. <laughs> Trend alert. Red lighting. No yes. longer is the bi lighting, which is pink and blue. Yeah. No, it is straight up just red. Yeah, like it's a complete red wash of the screen. You'll see it in a lot of music videos. If you watch the YouTube compilation playlist that we'll post, you'll see it over and over again. They use that red light wash. So, trend alert. We need a trend alert sound effect. We really do. <laughs> Overall, the music video was a box set, but... They really had a theme of clocks and sundials, and the editing on those was pretty cool. So Yeah, I definitely thought the sundial slash clock shots were really awesome. However, at one point they have awful CGI snakes, and I just... Why didn't someone look at that and be like, that can be cut? Because <laughs> it was really bad. Like It was like worse than Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Like, oh my god. It, it took me back <laughs> many, many years. <laughs> So. Yeah. <laughs> this song was better than Alligator. I will say that. Yes, I agree. Okay, let's move along. October 28th, Taeyeon of SM, Girls' Generation, SNSD, released Spark. V line is insane. So like a V line is where your chin and your jaw is very tight. You form like a V basically. You look like an anime character. Yeah, you have a Dorito chin. A Dorito chin. Yeah. (laughs) I've never seen a human person look like her. She has like the perfect face according to Korean beauty standards. Yeah, surgically enhanced. We don't know that. But I don't think it's possible to get that jawline without surgery. 99% chance surgically enhanced. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) I really feel like, yeah. But anyway, she probably already had a beautiful natural V-shaped jaw to begin with. They just probably shaved it down a little bit more. Which, honestly, all your faves in K-pop most likely have had some sort of plastic surgery. So get over it. But anyways. More red light. More red light. Fucking trend alert. So I feel like... Taeyeon and Tiffany Young are doing similar yet different trajectories. I feel like they have both taken a departure from the type of songs they used to release. However, Taeyeon is definitely sticking with the Korean market because she's releasing her songs in Korean. And I feel like the sound that she's going for is more easily marketable in South Korea. Whereas Tiffany is releasing her songs only in English. And it's clearly taking a lot of, like, American artists for her influence. And that is the market she's trying to capture. It's really obvious by both of their songs. The song itself, Spark, is just all right. And I definitely think that it sounds the best in the chorus. And I also think that the shots in the music video are interesting and beautiful at some times. I thought this song was fucking boring. (laughs) It's too adult contemporary for me. Yeah. The video was cool, though, I guess. Yeah. I was so distracted by her face. (laughs) 
Like I said, I don't think the market is necessarily for an American audience, but it's definitely for a South Korean audience. I don't know. I felt like, is this a clothing commercial? That's what it felt like. <laughs> it did feel like a clothing commercial. Like an H&M clothing commercial. Yeah, like, like a, a cool clothing clothing commercial. Yeah, like a clothing commercial that you don't know is a clothing commercial until like halfway through. Not like these fucking Pepsi music videos. (laughs) They're moonwalking through cyberspace. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving along to October 29th. Ace, or ACE, released Savage. So, Red Tartan, which is like the red plaid with the green and the yellow. Yeah. That is my fucking favorite pattern of all time, and they are decked out in it. Yep. Ugh. I, I especially love the the guy who had like short black shorts and then the fucking tartan blazer. I was like, yes. Yes. Work. <laughs> yes. They all looked good. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, awesome. That's how you get me to like your video. Yeah. It was like lip rings and punk style. It was pretty cool. The chorus goes really hard. Again, this month is filled with like going hard AF songs. (laughs) Hard as fuck in the chorus. Yeah, I definitely feel like their style reminded me of stuff that I would want to wear in like middle school when I was going through (laughs) my punk phase, like stuff like that. It was very interesting because I feel like a lot of the other styling that we see with other groups is not like this at all. No. Like, there are some similarities in, like, the problematic, like, fucking braided wig that one of them was He was wearing a wig! It looked so bad. Like, it did not even look good. It looked really bad. Stop the braids. Stop wearing the braids. We need to start a hashtag. Hashtag stop the braids. Hashtag stop the braids. The styling was great, other than that. (laughs) Yeah. There was a point where there was a whole bunch of, like, flashing lights, but they were shaped they, they were like lightsabers almost and they were like a bunch of them everywhere and they were flashing different colors i thought that looked really cool yeah it was like a bunch of like fluorescent tube lights yeah of different colors like stacked at different angles and like oriented differently which i just thought was a really interesting choice again something that we haven't really seen and something that i thought was cool visually like emily said yeah but overall i'm kind of meh about the song yeah i mean i like it Overall, I feel like it could have been a little bit better in certain parts, but overall, I did like it. So let's cover our last song. It was released October 29th. It was Wavy with Moonwalk. confusing themes for me there was like nuclear missiles and satellites yeah i think it was supposed to be like a futuristic apocalypse i don't know i i was very confused the whole thing starts with what looks like nuclear missiles going across the surface of the world like viewed from outer space so that was creepy and it definitely has like what emily said like a futuristic slash apocalyptic theme and it also has this very dramatic instrumentation that comes in as the song starts with the beat following soon after. 
I definitely think if it was just the instrumentation the whole time without the beat, it would have been a completely different and very weird song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The chorus is nice. It goes hard, but it's not, like, overly hard. And they moonwalk. Like, they do the Michael Jackson moonwalk. Cool. Yeah. We really do not understand the concept of this video again. But I did think that they pulled off the rapping quite well. Because it didn't feel disjointed and weird in the song. So, awesome. I like Takeoff more, but the song was okay. Yeah. Alright, so we're going to finish up our K-pop roundup with some honorable mentions. So let's go fast. Go, Emily. <laughs> October 1st, Argon released Gimme Dat. Trend alert, red lighting, BDSM harnesses, crunk marching band. <laughs> it was like three trends. Yep. All in one. <laughs> October 3rd, Jang Woo Hyuk released Week And. He's wearing the same pants as J-Hope wore in the Chicken Noodle Soup song. The lighting looks like a 2007 Apple photo booth, says Emily. Yep. The chorus is good and flows nicely. It's trappy, but it's not awful like most of the trap songs that are out right now. October 7th, AB6 released Blind for Love. Trend alert! Ear cuffs. It was kind of boring, but their hair colors were nice. October 10th, Ladies Code released Set Me Free. Did they resign their contract? If not, let these ladies retire. Please. I know. Why is there a car again in this music video? And guns. They're basically just running around and robbing people in this music video. You know, a girl's night. <laughs> just a regular night. On October 18th, Wenji, featuring many of G-Idol, released Empire. They're super pretty girls. They're like really, really beautiful, but they're trying to be tough and they're not working. I did not like the song. I did not like the chorus. The breakdown sounded like a creaky fucking door, like haunted house sound effects. Hate it. October 21st, New S released Love Me. Love that cat latte. Wow, we love adult men. Hello, (laughs) shiny pants and latex jeans. The song, however, is just okay. Very New S, which sounds like 2012 in 2019. October 22nd, Day 6 released Sweet Chaos. Day 6 is a band. Don't ever forget they're a band. We stand pop punk, sis. It's a good rock song. I really wish American bands would release stuff that sounded like this. The music video is fucking boring, so just check them on Spotify. October 23rd, TVXQ, what what, released Hot Sauce. Really started out with strong Mr. Bond vibes with crushed velvet blazers and silhouettedness. But overall, this music video has very interesting shots and the silhouette dancing is cool. The song is fun and so is the video. October 24th, Musky released Fire. First of all, Musky, that's the worst fucking name for a group I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> fucking life. Who the fuck came up with that? That is so horrible. Musky? <laughs> anyway, this song sounded like it would be played in a Korean nightclub. Or you would dance it as a cool down on DDR. On October 28th, this is our last honorable mention, Brown Eyed Girls, who are coming back finally, released the song Wonder Woman. The music video is a must-watch, but the song is boring as shit. There are drag queens in wedding dresses pole dancing in the music video, so watch it on our YouTube compilation playlist. Like, seriously, this is the best video I've seen in such a long time. Such a long time, but the song is just not there. The song is mm, not a good start. No. Let's finish this off with our K-pop recommendations. My weekly recommendation is Super Clap by Super Junior. My weekly recommendation is Jang Woo Hyuk's Weekend. 
Guys, thank you so much for listening to the K-Pop Roundup. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr at soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. Check us out on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. Check us out on YouTube at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our podcast anywhere podcasts are normally found. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, follow us so you are notified when we release a new episode, which is every week on Friday. Y'all, thank you so much for your time. We'll see you next Friday. Bye. Bye.